Badminton originated centuries ago in ancient Babylonia as a fortune-telling ritual. Two people hit a ball back and forth. The length of time the ball could be kept in play supposedly revealed how long the people would live. In time, the ritual turned into nothing more than a game and soon was being played in many parts of the world. One place where it was especially popular was at the home of an English duke. Almost every weekend, the duke invited his friends over to play the game. The duke's home was a mansion, a mansion called Badminton. Little by little, the game took on the name of the place where it was such a popular pastime. Ballpoint Pen In the 1930s, in Hungary, Ladislaw Biro was getting fed up with his old-fashioned fountain pen. He was tired of the way it leaked and had to be endlessly refilled. Fiddling around in his workshop, Biro filled a pen with printer's ink, and on the tip of it, he fashioned a little ball that picked up more ink as it rolled. In England, Biro helped set up a factory to manufacture high-altitude, non-leaking writing sticks for the British Air Force. The factory was eventually taken over by Bic, a French company which developed an even better and cheaper throwaway pen. In America, following World War II, Milton Reynolds invented his own version of the ballpoint pen. As a sales gimmick, he advertised it as the pen that writes underwater. To attract customers, he arranged a demonstration in the display window of a department store. While sitting in a tank of water, a demonstrator scribbled with a ballpoint pen on white plastic. In one day, nearly 10000 had been sold. The price? $12.50 apiece. Balloon Toy balloons first came on the market in 1825. Interestingly, they came in the form of a do-it-yourself kit. The kit consisted of glue, a bottle of liquid rubber, and a little syringe. After putting the glue and liquid rubber in the syringe, the plunger was pushed down and a balloon came out of the hollow, needle-like end. The balloon took three or four minutes to dry. Then it could be separated from the syringe and the rubber stem tied off to keep air from escaping. Band-Aid In the 1920s, the Johnson & Johnson Company was in the business of manufacturing large cotton and gauze bandages for hospitals and soldiers wounded on the battlefield. One of the employees of the company, a man named Earl Dixon, had a wife who was very accident-prone, frequently cutting or burning herself in the kitchen. Though the injuries were painful and needed tending to, they were far too small to require the company's large sterile dressings. In a moment of inspiration, Dixon cut a little patch of gauze, placed it at the center of an adhesive strip, and invented the Band-Aid. 
Johnson & Johnson was soon marketing them, but sales were poor. In a clever advertising gimmick to popularize their new product, the company distributed an unlimited number of free band-aids to Boy Scout troops across the country. Sales skyrocketed. The company estimates that since the product was introduced in 1921, more than 120 billion band-aids have been sold worldwide.